Hi, this is Matthew Furillo's episode 12 of Blank is Emotional. Um, this is a podcast where I talk about goofy stuff. Sometimes not really having a topic, but this week we actually have a topic, which is cool. Isn't it, Jen? It's really cool. It's nice to have a topic. It's really nice. Keeps me on track. It keeps, you on, keeps us kind of sort of... We have some sort of actual semblance of a track when we have a topic. We didn't yeah. have one last week. Oh, that's hard. So well, what was that one about? One. I don't even remember what we talked about. Uh, you learned how to play the uke. Yeah, that, that. Just start doing random things. Steven played a melody on the ukulele. And the harp. Or the harp. And that was pretty much the whole episode. We did that for about an hour. You guys in the nerdy stuff, I really like really like Ghibli movies and I just found this list on my desktop of my favorite Ghibli movies and I haven't is seen a nerdy, few or is it like is it not nerdy anymore I don't I don't I've never thought it was nerdy I, I don't think like we think cool it's nerdy because our like. friends are all we're all the same group of like people who are into Ghibli yeah what is Ghibli Jen can you explain to the audience Ghibli maybe I'm not good a, at explaining that is the best super magical fantasy animated um animation studio out of japan brilliant oh my god i love it yes and they make the best like the most beautiful animation you've ever seen like very realistic and like so many little details and like Mm. so many details like they make a shot of like moving water fascinating yeah like a river they really do it's weird I, when I was in the film, Roger Ebert wrote a review of um, uh, my neighbor to, how do you say that? Totoro? Totoro. My neighbor Totoro. I must say Toronto. <laughs> and um, my Canadian neighbor my Toronto. Neighbor to the north. My, to- <laughs> my north neighbor. Totoro. To- Totoro. And my south neighbor, uh, uh, France. Um but my neighbor Toronto, he he was reviewing it and he said, "Okay, I'm gonna do a view, uh, voice of a uh, film critic." All right, guys, the next shot is it's actually really cool. Okay, so this shot actually is a pillow shot. Now, this signifies not much in the grand scheme of things, in the narrative sense. Not much is really going on. It could be a shot of the clouds. It could be a shot of, you know, some leaves and the wind. But it's it, it gives us a chance to breathe in between the beats of the narrative, of, in between the story beats. And it gives us a chance to reflect on what we've seen and what we will see. And that's a pillow shot. And this film is full of them. It's got pillow shots everywhere. Just a little bit of the river flown by a bottles on the bottom of the river bank, and you see it, and that's all that's going on for five seconds, and it's glorious. It's be- all right. So that's uh, that's Roger Ebert's review of my neighbor Toronto. Wow. Um, so I was making a list of my favorite Ghibli's, and I this is super random, and no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. But really, truly, try. It's going to be impossible unless you're willing to spend, unless you're willing to part with 60 bucks, but totally try to watch Only Yesterday. It is like a masterpiece in every way, and I can't talk about it enough. Like, it's it's an animated film, but it doesn't, it, it, it feels so important to me because it's about this 27-year-old woman 
who's at like this this like the crossroads of her life. She doesn't know what she wants to do truly in life. She's working at an office. It's kind of humdrum life existence, and she you know she just she does a random thing and it just it's cathartic for her. She goes out to the country and she farms with these like really nice group of people. I won't spoil too much, but. If if you weren't excited by at all what I just said, which is really truly impossible, because <laughs> it's like the dullest description of any story, then you won't like it. But it just moves me. Like I'm always crying when I watch it. Like at so many different points, it's like it's about this 27 year old woman who I really feel kinship with, and she is so nostalgic and she's always thinking about her past when she was 10 years old and she fell in love her, her first love her first crush the first time her father like the only time her father hit her like all this stuff it's just so emotional and moving and and um my favorite ghibli but it hasn't been released in north america because it has talk of periods and uh, disney oh, owns ghibli so you can't have the kids knowing about something that's going to happen to them in two years anyway. So anyway, thanks Disney. Thank you Disney. You stank. Anyway, instead just just fill us all up with ideals that'll never happen, never come to life. Yeah. Never, oh God, what am I trying to say? Never, they'll never fulfill. Come to fruition. Yeah. Is it fruition or fruition? I think it's Fruitopia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fruitopia. I forgot. Hey, remember Orbits? Yeah. The balls are flowing oh in the God, clear, clear water. Orbits. The clear syrup. They, that was only on the market for a good, like, five months here <laughs> in the U.S. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember it that well, but you always talk about it oh lovingly. God, I loved it. That uh, was great. Did you remember Crystal Pepsi in 92? No. We got a two-liter with a... I think we ordered some pizza delivery, and they <gasps> they threw in a two liter of Crystal Pepsi, some Crystal Peps. Trying to get rid of it. Yeah, I guess probably. What did you think? We're like, this is weird. I loved this it. Taste like lemon. I think '90s kids, and you can probably relate to this completely because we're the same person. But '90s kids were all about gimmicks. Um, oh God! Make yeah. my kid, my make my ketchup purple. Oh, God, I remember that grossed me out yeah. so much. Oh, did it? Yes. Oh, it grossed me out because I didn't like ketchup. But they also had like stuff like, this salad dressing tastes like pizza. Do you oh, remember I, that? No, I don't remember that. I was the only salad dressing outside of, now I'm into oil and vinegary stuff. But oh, really? Yeah. What's going on? I like tomatoes. I like vinegary, not like vinaigrette. I mean, just like, just plain old vinegar. <laughs> And uh, oil. Boris is using the cat litter box, and this is always happening when we're, when talking. we're recording. Yeah. There's f- completely taken giant cat craps. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. He ma- I think he made he made a he changed his mind. I, so what did he do in there? He was in the litter box maybe, for a actually, while. Actually, maybe he did. Yeah, he did something. I yeah, I think he just t- tinkled. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know All what right. happened. No. Anyway, so how was your day, Jenny? I, I didn't see you all day. That was not, wasn't bad. It's so hot out. Wait, no, you got a giant printer today. Yeah, we did. It it's um. It looks that, like it's oh, from the eighties. All right, guys. Well, that's. I guess I found out today that that's still how they make them look. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know how old it is, but yeah. It's a big um, guy. It's a big mm-hmm. one. It's like a Xerox machine. 
Yeah. But not, and I don't know how to explain it. Very it's like well. a Xerox machine that prints really beautiful ink out. Yeah, it's like it's like a machine powered screen printer almost. It's fast. It's fast. And and it's furious. furious. And, and Paul Walker's dead. Rest be, in peace. We're talk- really? I think we should have a prayer about Paul Walker. Oh, Paul Walker. Oh, oh. Paul Walker. Mm. Oh, amen. Paul. Oh. That was his angel Paul. ascending. Uh, Ascending to heavens, the heavens gate. He didn't go yet. That's a way. You know how sometimes ghosts linger until you pray them away. Yeah. And um, that's what happened. We had to pray. He was just haunting the grounds, haunting of grounds. Where? What grounds? Of Garrettsville, Ohio, um, and uh, Hardee's, in down south. What a choice, huh? He likes their shakes. Um, and then he went up to heaven now because we did that prayer. All right. Oh, I feel good about that. Love you, Paul. Bye. Bye, bye. Um, so yeah, we got the big thing machine, and yeah, I, it's huge. I had a hard time. Like, I have, I have just all perpetual fears of everyone around me getting hurt or me getting hurt and so i just imagined just constantly the thing falling on everyone's feet our bare feet or sandals it happened a couple times out there oh god it was i i could i could feel you trembling with fear it was god it was a struggle when it happened. but we we figured it out mostly mm-hmm. on on this end because um we got it into our house because you helped i know i asked you to help i'm manly thank you for helping oh yeah you know it was a giant. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was fine. It was okay. more than fine. Wow, I'm glad that that was not you, a big deal to you. I yeah, was no one got hurt. Yeah, thank you know, God. Not now we have time. this beautiful printer. Yeah, it's gonna just sit there and collect dust. You're not gonna. You're gonna no, use I'm it. No, I'm just kidding. I want to. I'm gonna make some books. You are. Soon. You're gonna make a lot of books. That's yeah. so exciting. It is uh, exciting. <laughs> oh my God. There's so many different colored papers and things, and right now it has like. The color red to print with, so nice. Yeah, I gotta figure it out. Red, which kind of like a bright red? Just like like the inks red or the papers like red. The the inks red. So just imagine like regular red, like yeah, whatever. Primary yeah. red. Two fifty five in uh in Microsoft yep. Word yep. zero zero for blue and green. Yeah, that's what else did I want to talk about today? Oh, I worked on a handicraft this morning. And it just became so frustrating, and it was so hot out. I just, like, gosh. I know. I was making a... Handicraft. I was making a basket by crocheting, like, yarn around some rope. And the person that wrote the... Instructions? um, Instructions. I don't think they... I don't know. I don't think they wrote them outright, but maybe I'm just not following them. I don't know. It was very I don't know how to crochet. It was hard, and I was very annoyed. I don't know how to crotch it. Well, you know, crotch it is something that's... Zap it. You know, you got to pass it. it bo- pass it. Slap bop it. it bop good. it through the ages, through the... Um, whip it good. Whip it right through your... You got to get it from your family tree. Yeah, rip it right out of that tree, the leaves of the tree of your mom and dad's. Your dad, or else, or or else, you know, it's 2010, and uh, you know, you gotta like pretend that you've been crocheting all your life, and you get books out of the library and make a blog about it. In 2010, you're like, you guys still like Franz Ferdinand, right? Did did you do that in 2010? Guys, do you guys still like Franz Ferdinand? (laughs) Guys, guys, (laughs) guys, clap your hands, yeah. Hey, the Decemberists, right? <laughs> we had a pretty cathartic moment with Clap Your Sands. Sans. 
Wait, clap your sands. Clap your comic sands. Clack your clack clack your <laughs> clack in your comic sands. And 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 say Times New Roman. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let's do that. So let's clap our comic sands. What is comic sands audible for him like? Um, um Honky. It's the <laughs> it's, it's the uh, clown nose. How, how does Tig do it? Honky. All right, so clap your honky. Say Microsoft Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Times New Roman voice, just boring. All right, now Mal- Malcolmus has taken a turn in the the litter box of Ooh. love. He's- that litter box is far too small for the girth of my son. Oh, yeah. So if you can see it right now, he like poked his entire body out. He has like three of his limbs up on the ledge because <laughs> he can't fit in the box. And his eyes are like pretty partially They're closed. Like, yeah, he's in his zone. Like he'll look at you in your eyes, but he won't be looking in your eyes. He'll he's be looking like through his you. Head back and forth like Ooh, this feels good. <laughs> and I is he I think he or pooped. Pooping? Yeah, oh. he definitely pooped cuz I was like an intense like look into my eyes. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> <that. laughs> <laughs> he's like his belly such is a man. like is like just hanging on the ledge now. And he's such like um out. He reminds me, okay, like a Gilmore Girls type thing. He reminds me of like a Luke almost, and that he's kind of simple. He's very simple. <laughs> and for cats, relatively likeable. manly, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, likable, exactly. Like Luke is basically everyone's dreamboat. Yeah. Now, I have to speak about Gilmore Girls for just a second. Um, what did you, what are you, uh, what are you? Are you a fan of uh, which boy from Rory? You can't say none. You have to say you one. You already know which one. Jess. 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 Same. Yep. Jess. One who is the most attractive. This is a lot about my dating history. He was just, he like was just so, he was just so cool. I mean, he was also really kind he's of an really awful, bad awful at dating. Wise, but he's very intriguing. Up until human. then, yeah. He, up until the actual dating, he was like amazing. Yeah. And then when they started dating, it was just so stupid. Bad. I'm like in the part of Gilmore Girls, you guys, where I'm near the end. I'm in season seven, and it's all Logan, 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 Logan. And Logan's this like, if you haven't seen the show, I won't spoil too much, but he's one of he's one of Rory's boyfriends one of the main characters and and he's just so he's rich and uh, smarmy there's just something there's nothing really that offensive about him like he's not mean really outright mean but he's just got this weird like privileged confidence thing that just super disgusting to me doesn't ever feel like He's not relatable because it doesn't ever feel like he goes through any hardship. Yeah, exactly. Am I, is my, am I remembering ever. it wrong? Or no, he never does. Except, like, outside of, my dad is telling me I have to work at his company. It sucks. Ugh. It's like, yeah, but you still, like, your dad still, like, buys you, like, an apartment if you need it, like, instantly. Yeah. Like, that's not, I just find that so gross. Me too. But I'm, like, in season seven, you guys, and it's supposed to be the bad season because the main creator left, and I'm, uh, I'm finding it pretty funny. There's, like, moments that are 
really, really funny, and I'm laughing a lot. Um, so I don't know. I'm liking it. It's cool. Good stuff. Good eats. Good treats. Hot eats. Big teats. Dairy Queens. Um, speaking of, the sponsor of the day is Dairy Queen. When you want to feel right, eat right. Uh, at the Dairy Queens. Um, uh, Dairy Queef. Uh, the um, get your birthday cake made out of solid uh, was ice. it chocolate rocks, chocolate gravel only just a, ice with chocolate gravel <laughs> floating in it. Just a giant ice cube with chocolate gravel in it, uh, and get your dilly dally bars, um, three bucks a box only at Dairy Queef. Do you think that's a word I'm gonna have to bleep out? I don't know. Queef. <laughs> I hope so. That would sound really funny. <laughs> Maybe I'll just bleep out just just to do it because like why the f f not f not yeah why the f not um so I think we talked a little bit rec- kind of on an episode sort of recently maybe like five episodes ago maybe about a nightmare that I was having and I forget the exact circumstance of the nightmare but. I woke up doing this. You know how like people in the movies are always like, <gasps> when they yeah. wake up, I was like, <gasps> it was like, like this like gasping for air. Like I'm, it was so disgusting, and it just it just reminded me how real life is. It's never ever like the movies or TVs. It's just always three notches disgusting. downwards. It's so and gross sad. and sad and like just so gross and um so. But it's like life is just very ugly and gross, but that's kind of cool. I don't know. I like that, too. I sort of... I wish it was like the movies. Me, too. It's a little little hard to live through sometimes. It is. It's really hard almost all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Upbeat podcast. Ooh, I'm talking my upbeats. Talking about life being good and terrible. So I was talking about that, and it was a definite nightmare I had, and... And Jen and I were discussing, like, what should we talk about for our podcast because we didn't have a theme for, like, the last ten weeks. And uh, I decided nightmares. Have you had any recently? Yeah. My what recent happened? one had to do with, um... I love your hair, by the way, like that. Thanks. It's so cute when it's, like, up. Thank you. Do you like putting it up? Yeah, I like putting it up because I don't like the way it looks down right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's too short, and my hair just, you know. It's in an awkward phase? Yeah, it does its oh, thing. Oh, I hate and the it, awkward yeah, phases. Yeah, if it's, if, it's, if it's long but short, it's like the worst for my type of hair ever. I think we have similar. Of, well, huh? your, yours is a little more straighter than a narrow. Yeah. Then mine's all wavy. A little bit wavier than yours, I think. Mm-hmm. I have the more Sicilian, of the Italian look, yeah, I'm or on something. Yeah, the Naples end. <laughs> the nipples end. Nipples end. Straight. That's the that's the, um, my creek. Straight that's as a the nipple. creek nipples end. Yeah, I'm on the tip of nipples end. <laughs> <laughs> on the very pointy tips of nipples ends. <laughs> the river, guys. It's not a bad word. I'm not gonna bleep that. I don't care. Um, <laughs> all right. So, but you had a nightmare. Yeah, my nightmare was... Your hair was looks cool. You were just, I like immediately interrupted. But anyway, you have a nightmare. I got my haircut. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's you just got a, haircut. got a haircut. What was the salon's experience like when we walked well, in? It was so cool. Well, the place is called Verve 360. And so <laughs> immediately we're like 
on high alert. And we're like, okay. And then when we were going there, I saw pictures on the internet. I was like, this looks a little too nice for me. And like, it, they had like exposed brick and stuff. And like, they're like, our haircuts start at $45 for women's cuts. And I was like, oh, this is a little steep for, my, for what I used to pay in Ohio. And so I go there and then I had Matt come with me. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm here for my haircut, and they and they were like, "All right, can we get you some water or some juice, coffee some or coffee, tea or some wine?" Or some wine. They said wine so nonchalantly, and yeah. I was like, kind before, of taken back a little bit. Before they said wine, I, I was like, "I'll have some water," and then they're like, "And, then and they kept going." Wine. And then I and s- then Matt's like, "Um," <laughs> and he like, stopped. Like, I'm like, "I'll have some wine." I was and like, he's like, "How much?" And yeah. they're like, "It's free," and, yeah. and he's like, "Well." I'm not gonna get a haircut. I'm just here. Is it, yeah, I'm just here. Uh, is it still free? They're like, yeah, it's free. <laughs> like the cheesy '90s salon that they are, and I was like, <laughs> um, yes, I know it's just turned noon, but I'm gonna have a gigantic <laughs> glass of red wine. <laughs> and I did, <laughs> and it was great. And it was free. They gave me my beautiful. cup of water. I didn't drink a sip of it, and then it was a very short haircut. haircut. Yeah. It was very fast. The lady was like, "You're gonna, you're being easy on me," and I was like, "Yep, you're being easy on me." Yeah, it's gonna be the same yeah, price. It's gonna be still, <laughs> still gonna, gonna be forty five bucks. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so expensive. Yeah, is that how your haircuts normally cost? No. Forty five bucks. Well, I mean, here it, it's around that. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Ohio times was different back Ohio in the Amish West. Different back in the. What the horse and buck Amish West. In the Amish West, it was thirty <laughs> bucks, and I got a fabulous haircut. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Where'd you go? Oh, Skulls. Skulls. Yeah, it was a cool place. Oh, repping Skulls in Kent, Ohio. Skulls, Kent, 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 Ohio, 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 Ohio. CD one oh six six point one 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 one. The Wolf. Anyway, that was my radio impression. That I was did, you or what that did you did that you was play a wolf that? I just no I just played that whole thing they I recorded that from oh the my radio God. yeah do you want to hear it again yeah all right <laughs> Wow. Yeah, they the the way they make them they, sound they like the future job. and it's yeah. just amazing. It's mystifying. It, it sounds just like the future. Yeah. God. Yeah, thank you. I can't imagine trying to make that. That's great. It oh, yeah, they're talented? They are. Oh but yeah, they are. are. For and what? How? <laughs> I'm just I a mean, talented man. You just played it and that's basically talented. I clicked play. Just press play by Aerosmith. Um, the nightmares, uh, what was your recent nightmare? <laughs> so we're just stalling cause I can't, you know, like dreams, I can't remember it fully, <laughs> but, um, it had to do with like, this is my, my, my main thing that usually happens in my nightmares is it usually has to do with like platforms as well as water. So the two mix and. What was happening? 
You know, now that I want to talk about it, I have no idea. But oh, it, it, I was but getting it, all on the edge of my seat. But it's like platforms. On, what do you mean? It's like either like staying? I'm in a car or I'm walking, and you're dri- like you're driving in a tunnel or something, or on like an overpass. But then all of a sudden, like there's a gap, and there's water underneath, and like oh, all of a sudden, God. like I have to walk or I have to figure out a way to like get over the gap. And it's like really far down, or it's not. But I still don't want to be in the water, and I have to like I'm swimming, and I'm. Gonna so go always wrong. have to do with water. Most of that has to do with water, and like falling into water, or like that's jumping over big spaces that wow. I don't know how to get over. That's spooky feeling. Yeah. What does that mean, though? What does that symbolize? I don't know. I've never looked it up. Have you? Well, yours? Yeah. Let me think. Okay, so there's water. Water. A lot of water. And it's always involving you, like, moving across, like, a road or a sidewalk or a bridge. Yeah, well, not always. Like, sometimes. Yeah. I remember one. It was similar to this, but I was, like, it's, like, on a rickety bridge sometimes. Or, like, it'll, it'll seem fine at first, and then it just, like, becomes, like, really... Like, parts of it are missing, and then... Uh. I remember being in the water once on one of these, and then, like, I'm pulling myself along, like, netting that's in the water, and then I'm, like, trying to get, like... I can't go over top of, like, this barrier, so I have to, like, swim underneath, and I'm, like, I'm afraid. So I'm, like, going back the way I came, and it's just, like... Yeah. I'm, I'm explaining it so bad. No, but it just feels it's so like creepy-sounding. Really Stuck. I feel stuck. Well, nightmares and well, dreams in general are just so like weird. Like yeah, you wake up and you're like, what was that? Like, what I? Why didn't I not do this? (laughs) Or like, God, that was just horrible. It's just like that's weird because like the nets like in the water. Yeah. So it's kind of forcing you to be in the water. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be in that, probably, right? No, I don't want to be in the water because I don't know what's under me. Like so, what is that? Okay, so you don't want. So is it a fear of the unknown? That's probably a fear of the unknown, partially. Yeah. Maybe like your future. A fear of losing control, maybe. Um. And a fear of the unknown. We were talking about drug use the other day, and about how, like a couple nights ago, when we tried to record this before, and how about we're so nerdy when it comes to drugs. We're so bad. Like it's just really hard for us because we. You and I are, like, the personality type where we need to be, we need to be in control. Yeah. And drugs, the point of them is to not be in control, is to lose yourself or whatever. And that's all we want is to relax a little. Yeah. I just want to take the edge off. But, God. But if I'm, like, completely gone, what happens is uh, Jurassic Park is on, Jen starts freaking out. (laughs) I, um... See the flames, and I'm like... (laughs) You gotta take me to bed. <laughs> <laughs> when, when was my panic attack? I was watching Royal Tenenbaums, and like, oh, no. and my my drug related panic attack was with uh, the characters were like popping out of the screen. I couldn't watch that movie for a mm. solid three years after that. Mm. Yeah, it's tainted it for me. I think it's my least favorite Wes Anderson because of my panic attack during that. But drugs in like in general are like such a nifty idea. I just wish I could nifty and fifty nifty thrifty um, grasp my brain around that. But anyway, so fear of the unknown. 
you there's nets in the ocean and you're trying to like get out of the water like that's that's so spooky to me for some reason it, like it gives me it makes me feel it's like unsettling it gets worse though usually like if it has to do with water it's like really like mind-bogglingly huge waves like i'll be on the i'll be on like the beach or i'll be on yeah, it's mostly like beach or land or something, and then all of a sudden this wave that's like the size of a uh, skyscraper is coming. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh god, what do I do? Oh my god! I'm like scrambling. There's nothing you can and do. There's nothing I can do, and it just comes and it hits me. And I, I think that's kind of when I wake up, but right before sometimes it hits or it's not. It's like it doesn't really hit, and then I'm like in the water all of a sudden. Oh, uh, dreams really are they deep. skip? They can yeah. skip through time and just yeah. f you up. Like they, it's freaky. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's gonna and end. It's and so it natural doesn't. in the dream at the time. Yeah, like uh, the, you go with your brain's it. like, "There's water now." Yeah, like it's like, like makes oh, no god, sense. Why? Yeah, and you're like, "Oh god, get me out of the water." That's what? terrifying. It is. It's horrible. Like that. F- can you imagine seeing? Because that's real too. Sometimes, like a tsunami. Can you yeah. imagine seeing that high of a wave oh, being on the beach? That like, terrifies the, me. What my brain would be thinking is like, "Well, goodbye." Yeah. Because there's got, nothing you can yeah, do. Nothing. <laughs> like you're gonna die. Oh yeah, we discussed. Maybe it's your fear of death or something. Because like, unknown. Because yeah. like death, who knows what happens or whatever. Um, do you have any belief beliefs about anything that happens after death? I think my belief right now is that um, you, I become something else. Oh, like reincarnate? En- yeah, reincarnation. Is it about like energy or something? Yeah, Going energy. into something else? Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you like to become if you, when you die? <clears throat> I think I would like to become like someone's house cat. House cat. I, was, I almost thought you were going to say someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> Just opening your doors constantly. Please. Hello! That's how you talk. <laughs> Please like, vacuum my floors. Clean me. I'm in the bathroom. Please. Please clean, clean the toilets. Disgusting. <laughs> Stop peeing on me. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Your eyeballs are the top two windows of this Don't generic knock house me down. in the suburbs. Oh, yeah. All you do is open the windows constantly the to blink. Because you have to blink. And they're just like... Oh my god, the windows are out of control. You're just like, hey guys, I'm a house! (laughs) A house cat. A house cat, or like a manatee, maybe, that's like in a safe place that doesn't, you know, no humans can hurt it. That'd be so cool. So not like a SeaWorld type thing. No. <laughs> that would oh be the worst. That's the Oh, that's can you imagine being reincarnated as an animal in a zoo or something? Uh, oh, man. Try to break free. What about you? About death? What? Well, yeah, about death. What do you uh, think about death? Oh, I think I'm more okay with it. I think we talked about that too. Yeah. I'm more okay with the idea of death than you are maybe at this point. Mm-hmm. I used to not be, though. I mean, I like everybody. But it's not like I'm 100% okay with it. Like, that would suck to die. But um, but I'm like, it happens. And after, I don't think anything happens after. And it's it sounds so weird and, like, like it makes ni- you feel nihilistic calm, for me to say fine. it that way. It makes me feel calm. Like it's, That makes me feel freaked out. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, <laughs> like, cause life is so short here and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like I haven't yeah. done anything really I wanted to do yet. 
It's like the way it's, I think it's a lot to do with upbringing and stuff. Like the way it was brought up was in such a lighthearted, enjoy what you have. Money's not a thing. Like goals are like necessary only in the way that they just kind of push you through life. It's not about, it's not about like this thing I'm trying to achieve. It's just like experiencing what happens to me. So I'm pretty happy with what's been happening to me in my life. So if I die, like hopefully years from now, like. It, I, that's why I'm not as terrified of it because I don't have like this. I haven't done anything yet. I mean, I'm doing stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not major and it's not uh, noteworthy yet, but someday maybe. And if not, like at least I forged interesting relationships with people, friendships. That's so important to me. That's God, the most you're important so thing. So lighthearted. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just flowing out of you naturally. I can uh, tell. Oh, cheesy <laughs> as hell. That's what that is. Super cheesy. I like it. This is not me. I'm just like, nothing is good. I don't know anyone. Everyone's mean to me. I don't like, no one likes me. I don't know. I don't have any relationships. Like, I just. (laughs) I feel that way too sometimes too, though. I mean, I felt that way today for sure. I was in a pretty down, downward dog funk. Is it downward dog? The yoga pose? Downward dog. What is that pose? You just get on your knees and bark at the moon. You. You put your butt buns in the air and you try to um, make your, you make an L kind of, like a, oh God. You try to make buns your back, your buns are in the air, your your back is really straight and your Like parallel to down. the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and you're, you're supposed to try to get your like heels to like press into the floor, but That God sounds knows, so hard. I've been doing yoga for a good eight months and that's, <laughs> that's like nowhere near... <laughs> the ground they're up flying up in the air still well yoga's tough it's hard i can't only i can only imagine like i i've only done it a couple times you've seen it's like a lot of panting and sweat (laughs) instant sweat for me just (laughs) panting and going oh god i can't reach it (laughs) i just can't reach it (laughs) jen I can't reach it. I can't reach my feet. The last, this is so sad. We probably should cut this out. But the last, last time I did yoga earlier this week, I was like, I just like when I've been doing yoga lately, like I haven't been watching videos. I just kind of like look at how you do certain moves and then I just remember them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get the moves right. So it, it ends up being like this thing where I'm like, just got to get it right. Got to get it right. And I'm not thinking about. Oh, like you're stressed to be out. Calm. I'm not trying to. I'm not thinking about my breath. I'm not thinking yeah. about like. Part of yoga is to. It's about calming zen. and about yeah, like about acceptance yeah. and like accepting yourself. And I for- completely forget that part. And so I was watching a video and doing yoga the other day, and like, there were a few moments where it just caught me off guard. The lady was like, "No, if you can't do it, just let it go. Like, what? Just it's fine." Yeah. Like, which is Let true. yourself be who you are. And then, like, all of a sudden, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Did you like, tear up? I would have, too. Because like, <laughs> all of a sudden, I realized, like, I'm so hard on myself yeah. all day. Yeah. And, like... And it's okay to not be able to do, like, a yeah. yoga move today. Exactly. Like, it's all right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to cut that out or no? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just... Well, let me know later. Okay. But, yeah, I, I feel like I do that, too. I mean, well... We're also talking about that, too. Like, you're really hard on yourself in general. I feel. I feel that way. Like, you are. It's so hard to like see you take, outside Like, you of take myself. the blame of things that happen All to you. Time. It's weird. Like, I don't... And that seems, like... Uh, seems stressful to me. It's really hard for me to understand, like, what... 
like what is mine to take like to, to be accountable for and what is other people's so I just like take everything yeah or like I, know. I don't know what I'm allowed to like be like upset about or like sad about or happy about so I just kind of like it's like just so you take it all on yeah and it because it, it feels like we try to in relationships with people like friendships and like with lo- like people we love it's like what we do is we try to take burden, like burden ourselves with all the blame and like, yeah. So that we can try to make the relationship, our friendship, like as easygoing as possible, maybe. Right. So we can, because we don't want it to end. Yeah, exactly. That's my <laughs> fear. Is like, it, I can't end. I don't want anyone to be mad at me. Yeah. I can't end. And I so five, therefore, it's like it's okay. It is my fault. Don't worry. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry that that you totally effed up. I'm so sorry. Don't run away. Don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> Don't leave I love you still. Oh <laughs> yeah. I do that too, actually, then. I didn't think of it that way. Do you? Yeah, for sure. In okay. relationships, I definitely do. Like, I, I will hard. be so apologetic over n- things that aren't my fault. Right. Not at all my fault. Totally the other person's fault. It feels weird because it, like... Maybe the way we, re- we react to it, to, like, th- whatever is triggering this this thing like makes the other person like be defensive and like they don't want to take the blame for like what has caused Mm -hmm. this rift or whatever yeah and then like once you see that you're like it's only defense mode yeah and then you're like well i guess i gotta take i guess i have to take the blame but really what it should be is maybe like in a romantic relationship in the past what we should have done was cut the cut it loose right then and there yeah if they're not willing to like accept the fact that they messed up and right. that we're not, we shouldn't be the ones to be like, well, I'll step up to the plate and like, make sure this goes okay for another three painful months <laughs> because exactly. you're an idiot. Anyway, let's get back to the topic. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So you, you think of water a lot in your nightmares. A lot. I'm, I'm legitimately afraid of waves in my real life. So waves. Oh, are for big. real in real life too. Waves. Yeah. What about the, so the ocean? I like the ocean, but I've always sort it's of... not, like, calming to you. ...been afraid of the waves. Like, I I don't know how to, like, dive into them so that they don't affect me. I'm always, like... I don't know. I just, like... I, I think I'm afraid of drowning. So I... I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm in control. It's, like... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. I'm just, like... It's a loss I, of control. I don't, like, well, it's... it's. I think more of it... It's more so that I don't really ever feel like I'm in control of my body in a way that's like I can do things with physically when you're in water like you're suspended yeah. kind of and also the forces like there's forcing there's forces up like up against you right. <laughs> yeah that sounds funny to say force against <laughs> but yeah you. it's like but it has more force than I ever anticipate and then like it knocks me around and or it's like goes up higher than I think and it's just it's too much like really <laughs> it's it's pretty much a blanket thing over my entire life like i don't like anything intense physically especially mm-hmm. so like i like don't violence. like like really fast bike rides oh or like just anything running i just like you know like just calm especially like if it's out of nowhere too yeah because you're off guard yeah you're not defensive at the point where you should be mm-hmm. hmm. that's that's interesting seriously um Sorry, so waves. Waves are water, your thing. Water. Um, stairs. 
It's a lot of stair kind of like stairs stairs things. There was this okay. I had a stair nightmare when I was a kid, <gasps> but it was it was just a recreation. I feel of a Freddy Krueger movie. Um, one of the first nightmares I remember having was Freddy Krueger related because I was young when I watched it. It was just on cable. My family is so uh, like whatever laid back and stuff. So we I so, well I, I watched okay. Freddy Krueger. I watched really scary movies when I was oh really with your dad and, yeah. Um, so Freddy Krueger was on and there was a. I don't remember what the scene was, but I had this nightmare that I'd be in like Freddy Krueger's basement and he would come out of the wall and, and take me in. Like he would, he comes out of the wall and he grabs his arm, he grabs his arms, (laughs) um, wraps his arms around my body, brings me into the wall and he's trying to like merge me into the wall and I'm like screaming. I'm like a little boy. And I all of a sudden his his body starts decaying and it's like his ribs and I can just feel his ribs like his like ribs are like on me and his bones are it's so weird and his like ribs were sharp and I, I still remember that to this day it was such a distinct nightmare when I was a kid like Freddy Krueger like just melting and trying to merge me into the wall or something I don't know it sounds stupid doesn't it I'm sorry that sounds no. so stupid it's so funny how like you remember things like this really really in detail from when you're a kid i don't have that detailed of memory of like my of a nightmare now that's the only one i can remember from like my my childhood for sure but um in general my nightmares nowadays revolve around um they revolve around like sudden changes in the environment oh god um <laughs> <laughs> We both have a fear of uh, the unknown. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like a, for me, it's a combination of the unknown and then, um, and then being alone. Because the the what yeah. happens with in my dreams, the the scariest nightmares anyway. Um, what happens is that everything around me starts disappearing one by one, just like goodbye, 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 goodbye. Gets and then the dream, the nightmare, or whatever the dream gets quieter and quieter and quieter until it's completely silent near the end before I wake up. It's just so silent and dark. There was this one distinct nightmare that I've had like five times in the past five years. And it's, it's me in a, like a, like a truck for some reason. Oh God, I'm already creeped out. It was Ohio. So of course trucks. I used to live in Ohio and, and, um, field guns. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, it always took place on three Oh three. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the um, cemetery? Um, uh, you no, know, by the... Um, you know how you, to get to where I used to live um, in Shalersville? It was like 303, oh. and then it became... No, not three. Oh, not 303. 88, maybe? Yeah. Because it goes to Kent. Yeah. That road. So we're going towards Kent. Um, we haven't reached whatever. But it's this... Okay, guys, it's just this long, boring road, but there's like fields just surrounding yeah, it, and that's it. Farming. But it's a little creepy at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's really creepy at night because um, there's no like lights. There's no street lights. It's just like a windy, bumpy road, and there's like a bunch of trucks that always speed on it at night, and they're terrifying yeah. to like a, to a 25-year-old gay man at the time. I was like, don't kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, so aggressive. So aggressive. And uh, so it was, it was terrifying in that way. But the nightmare, what would happen is I'm in the truck and we're going down that road and we have the headlights on and it was just me and I think it was like two other people mm-hmm. um, surrounding me. So I was like in the middle seat and then slowly the 
all of a sudden, like the we're going through an intersection with like a with a stoplight, and the the stoplight turns off. It's just black, and then the headlights turn off, and then the people around me, the two people like the left and the right, are gone, and then oh. there's no one driving the car, and then it's just completely black in front of me, and I'm freaking <gasps> out because like there's no no driver, like I, I there's no one controlling this car, and it's completely silent, like there's no sound, and then I wake up. Oh god. It's such a weird thing. Horrible. It's not like a gruesome type nightmare or anything, but it's like but that's like really like even little simple things like that could really get to you. Yeah, like, big especially time. In our culture like you're not ever used to be having any downtime or any silence, Mm-mm. darkness really. Mm-hmm. Anything like that for yeah. prolonged periods in America, of time you're like asleep. It's so true and like so whenever there is like silence, is so unsettling. Yeah, it's like so unnerving. <laughs> and it's funny that that can be used as a, a like an object of horror yeah. in my dream. Uh-huh. There's silence. It's it's so unnerving and and so like a lot of my dreams revolve around just things just disappearing randomly around me and like people like just gone. And it reminds me a little bit of like that LCD sound system video. Do you watch it for someone great? It's like that iPod person dancing everywhere. You know, the iPod dance, the people that used to dance, the silhouettes. This person's just like, it looks like an iPod silhouette, but it's like, I think it's a girl and she's just going about like her day, but she's like a silhouette. And what it, and like, so there's people Mm -hmm. like welcoming her and like hugging her and they're like having a good time. She's like talking to people. Um, But it signifies that she's going to, she's dead or she's going to die. Like it's like when someone like is gone and they're just erased just the idea that that could happen to anybody, like, it's this person. She's not a person anymore. She's just a silhouette. She's gone. Like, that idea to me is so terrifying that, like, just something's just gone. And the idea of being alone for me is just monumentally, like, terrifying. Like, I'm, I don't want to be alone. And I'm, like, antisocial is F, but I need to be... It's not, like, social. I just need to have people in my life. It's weird. I don't know. I understand that. It's scary. What causes nightmares? I don't know. Ice cream before bed? <laughs> and junk food? Not combing your hair? Going to bed with a wet thing of hair? Oh, I do that every night, so that's not... I, I do you have nightmares a lot? Sixth, sixth grade. Don't, hair, hair don't get your hair wet before you... Because you lie on the pillow and then you get cold in the morning. Get the sniffles. That's what my gramps said. Well... Make sure your hair is dry. Maybe he's on to something. I mean, that's probably... I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. He was, he was probably on to something back then. Yeah. I always had to comb my hair at grandma's. <laughs> it was nice. It was it was nice. I felt good about it. <laughs> I feel it, it's like self care. Like you know, I, th- I, I thought kid. the other I thought yesterday I was like It was like that scene oh, in Home Alone when like he brush. does like the Yeah. The what's the the, uh, the aftershave? Yeah, aftershave. Ah! Anybody was like so he's like, and this is the finest. He was doing like an ad. <laughs> This is the finest aftershave you can buy. They say there's a lot of, like, this all natural. Like, he was doing, like, cute Macaulay Culkin type stuff. It was adorable. Oh, no, we were talking about this, and I found out at work, because we were preparing for this episode, sort of. You had a nightmare when you were a kid, for sure, about being abducted by a famous, or used to be famous, movie star. Who was the movie star, do you remember? Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I made. I, I couldn't figure it out who it was. I made you we went through her. like John Travolta. I said no. I said 
is it John Travolta? You're like, hey, you're like, be serious about this. I'm like, because you're you're like, it's a 90s actor. He was in Look Who's Talking. He was kind of boring. I'm like, John Travolta, because it's the only person in that movie who's from the 90s who's an actor. He's got brown hair. And you're like, hey, be serious about this. (laughs) It's like, I am. It's John Travolta. And then we found out, no, it's, you You mixed up uh, Look Who's Talking with It Takes Two. Oh, God. Steve easy, Goomberg was definitely in It Takes Two with Kirstie Alley, the horse scene where <laughs> I still laugh to this day if it's on like, ABC Family. Well, we don't have cable anymore, but that when Kirstie Alley loses control on that horse, there's nothing funnier. <laughs> That's so bad now. <laughs> like, what, oh, one of the twins, one of the um, Mary Kate Ashley Olsen, whatever twins, they flung a rubber band at a horse's butt, and she was on the horse. <laughs> the horse went flying. <laughs> I'm gonna find that clip real quick. Oh, you you usually love the scenes that don't really don't that I don't really respond to but then once you point them out they are hysterical so it's usually like physical humor like abrupt physical humor oh yeah you don't like you don't like people getting hurt like you're talking about nightmares and stuff yeah so I there's don't. like a lot of videos I like where people like fall that yeah, you do not like I know, I'm like I feel bad for them <laughs> it was nice talking with you Jen it was nice talking with you Matthew we talked about nightmares Steve Gutenberg's your main your nemesis your um in your nightmare daydreams ultimate nemesis and now i want to watch it takes two it takes two which has a just a fabulous food fight scene (laughs) maybe the the faces kirstie alley makes let me tell you gosh those expressions do you think people like kirstie alley do it movies like it takes two for their children or something because i don't understand why else they would do that they don't I don't think that they have a higher understanding of like what <laughs> what's is good, good and not what's not. <laughs> That's so rude. Um, <clears throat> it's true though, probably. I feel like I pr- this. I'm um, keep going. I'm gonna keep going. But I feel oh, like I yeah. also had a nightmare. Of something having to do with like the movie It. Oh, clowns. Yeah, because I I remember like clowns never scared me. I don't know why. Never, really? never. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, yeah, I don't think. I think like just, I think that they scared me kind of when I was little, but not really. And then I felt like I was supposed. To, I had to be scared of that because everyone else was. Yeah. I mean, the movie it though is scary because like he's like we all float down here and stuff. Which what is that? What the f- does that mean? I don't remember that part. The two parts I remember are the beginning where whoever is bleeding into the bathroom sink. I don't remember that. I think. Th- I think that's that. It's Is that, that movie, it? I think probably. I and then I remember, like there being balloons in the um, refrigerator. I don't part. remember that either. Oh God! I hope it's that movie still. Or Do you remember the shower scene movie. where the like the shower heads freak out on the boy? He's like in a public mm. shower and he's all alone. What do they, What do they do? They like stupid like they go out they go crazy like, they move a little bit <laughs> i don't remember that part at all <laughs> it's really scary <laughs> i only remember the like surreal art pieces of the of the movie of stephen king's masterpiece <laughs> yeah oh masterpiece it's just really good are you reading you're reading firestarter right yeah how's that oh god <laughs> are you it's are, are like, you reading it you still reading it i'm still reading it but all i right, cool like i want to get through it because it's like it's intriguing 
on some level. His writing's, like, just very fun to read in a weird way. Yeah, it's, like, it's fast, but then, mm. like, there's so many parts that I roll my eyes so <laughs> yes, hard. It's so just cheesy. so, like, this one was written in 1980, like, spot on 1980. <laughs> and, like, just those sayings, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Like, why? <laughs> I know. It's, like, it's, like, uh... It's just like a da- like an older dad trying to be cool. Oh yeah, that's yep. what all his writing reminds me of. And like you're like a sixteen year old yeah. girl, and you're just like, yeah. can you not oh, do that, dad? God. And that's Stephen King's novels for me. Yeah, I'm the sixteen year old girl, and he's the dad. I wish in- I could be more lighthearted about it. Like just like <laughs> just, just kind of yeah, enjoy it because that's what they're supposed to be, right? Just like I think so. Do you think people enjoyable. take Stephen King like super seriously? I'm sure. I think there are some people, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, do. or like whoa, yeah. Firestarter. <laughs> wow, what, that is really there, like, got a, my gears going. Did you watch the Drew Barrymore movie adaptation? No. <laughs> oh, was she a little? Yeah, when she was oh, a kid. That's so yeah, she, was, was she a Firestarter? Yeah, she was a little girl. She was the Firestarter. Oh my god, that's perfect. I want to see it now. Yeah, I was like, oh, now I, ha- I have motivation to finish the book so I can watch it. Yeah, you should. Oh my god, Kudos um, together. Yeah, oh my god, it's okay. actually kind of entertaining. Yeah. Do you ever watch Cujo? No, but Caitlin, she she's like, I had to order the 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 book copy of Cujo, like the the Japanese version of the book. Because the, the movie? Because the cover... No, the cover of the book oh, is, like, yeah. really funny. Does she like Cujo? Like, yeah. I never read it. <clears throat> it's, it's, like, about... Um, Being trapped in a car. Oh. And there's, like, I, a crazy All I know dog. is that it's, it's about, like, a big... An evil St. Bernard. Yeah, it's, like, like Beethoven. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You should watch that and then watch Beethoven. <laughs> or watch Beethoven and then watch that. And then you, No, what we should do is watch Beethoven, Cujo, Beethoven 2... And then Andre, and then <laughs> and then Beethoven Mon- three, Monkey Trouble. and then Monkey Trouble, and then Land Before Time five, The Mysterious Island, and Call It a Night. But let's um, watch it. Let's watch it. Sounds let's, good. Let's hey, put in that VHS. Put on some popcorn and let's watch it. Put on the air popper. It's healthy. Jiffy, Jiffy Pop, and burn it, and then put on the. Have you ever made a successful Jiffy Pop? Uh, never. Not once, how are you? <laughs> Never. It's nope. it's instant burn. I feel like they don't fun. write their instructions correctly or something. What like, is it? It's like, I haven't done it in a while. Do you have to take the cardboard off? Take the cardboard off, you put it on the heat, put it on like medium. It should be on gas, so not electric, right? Well, I think I've tried it on both. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe, mo- I've mostly tried it on electric, so maybe oh. that's it. Maybe electric's the best one to do. No, electric did never work. <laughs> never. never did never work. It did not never ever work. It, it, was it because it burned it against? Yeah, it's like keep it constantly moving, and I constantly moved it. Oh yeah, you have to like burned nothing. It didn't pop up at all. We, my dad used to make that a lot, Jiffy Pop. He did it. I think it was like a late, like a late eighties, early nineties delight, Jiffy yeah. Pop. I still find that delightful if I can ever get it to work. I don't know where you even buy it anymore. Is it in the grocery store? I haven't seen it in a long time now that you say that. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that you Now that you bring that, this up, now you bring this to light. I don't know that. Well, maybe we should say a prayer for Jiffy Pop. All right. Ah, Ah, Jiffy Pop. Oh, how you how you popped in the night in the 1989, and I just loved how burnt your kernels were, and they got in my teeth, and I cried. Oh, Jiffy Pop, I wish you'd popped more in stores for me. Oh, um, uh, 
Goodbye. Bye, Jenny. Bye, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs>